Hello, everyone, and welcome to Freckled Foodie and Friends, a podcast focused on making healthy living approachable, hosted by yours truly, Cameron Rogers. Today, we are with Abby K. Cannon from Abby's Food Court. And we are so excited to get talking about all things. I mean, I have so many questions for you. I feel like I'm going to be like a drill sergeant, but let's focus. We're going to focus on what you mainly focus on, which you would say is food waste or all of our waste. All waste. All waste. We don't discriminate, just waste. We don't discriminate. But food waste is a great topic. Okay. So the way I like to start these podcasts, which is, I think, different than most, is I have some, I have three questions that I like to ask every single guest, but instead of doing them at the end, I like to use them to kick off conversation. Fantastic. So how would you define success? That's the first one. Oof. I know. I really put people on, like, the spotlight right away. How would I define success? I really think it's when you're in flow. So oh, I like that. when I feel success, it's when I'm like when I'm working and not feeling like I'm working and yes. just super excited. Mm-hmm. That's how I want success to be because everything else flows from that. Yeah, and like shit's just happening. It's just happening. I'm with you. And it feels right. Yeah, I like that a lot. And I think we've talked about this before is like sometimes We can get in these ruts of work Mm. where it's like, am I actually doing anything? Like all day I'm busy, but what's actually happening? And I totally understand and agree with the fact that there are days where it's like one thing after the next is just working in its right direction and you feel like you're just moving in the right way. Totally. And then it it flows into your personal life. So if you feel like you're in flow with your professional life, Mm -hmm. it's so much easier to then be in flow with your personal life and vice versa. Yeah. And like if you're in a work rut, I feel this way. Like, I don't know if you feel this way with your husband, but sometimes when Joe comes home, I'm just like in a pissy mood. And he's like, "What what is wrong with you, woman? And like, there's nothing to pinpoint. It's just like, shit wasn't going my way. Right. And it spills over. 100%. And in the exact same way, it spills over in a positive direction where, like, you can't stop me. No, exactly. Yeah. And that's success, right? I agree. And that, like, feels really good. Yeah. Because you feel good and you're not, like, that, like, um, I can't think, the grind. Mm -hmm. Like, that grind is just exhausting. So exhausting. So exhausting. And my second question is, I know we're so focused on – you know, we talk about how amazing other people are, but what is your favorite thing about yourself? <laughs> okay, so a little this goes with a little story. I uh, love stories. And it literally started yesterday. It's a new thing I'm trying out. Oh my god! So perfect timing. I'm doing yoga teacher training. Oh yeah, uh, it's I want to hear about like that. a self indulgent, amazing experience. And one of my teachers was saying, as we're in a certain posture, it's just a very unflattering posture when you mm-hmm. look at yourself. And she was like, I looked up at myself and I said, I love you, belly. Oh, I wow. love you, belly. Like just embracing the body. So. And I was like, oh, that's really nice. I want to start being more positive yeah, about body myself. positivity. So I started saying to myself, chanting to myself. This literally started yesterday, <laughs> so who knows. And I go, I love my body. I love my body. And like all morning I did it. I, I fucking made my love you. dad do it with me. Like my husband was like, what are you guys doing at the breakfast table? Um, but 
I really want to like embrace yeah. that a little bit more. And, you know, as I'm going through some hormonal issues, mm-hmm. like I can just get into a rut where I'm just like cursing yeah. my body. And I don't like that. It doesn't Been there. feel good. It uh, And it's not productive. So I have like a little dance that goes along with my little I need chant. to see this afterwards. <laughs> and I'll probably put it on my Instagram story. My husband's going to die that I brought this up. No, but-, but I love that because I actually, especially when I was dealing with like at the worst of my digestive issues, mm-hmm. you start to hate that <sighs> part of your body. And it's not like, oh, I hate the way I look. It's like, I hate you for not working. Like, yeah. why aren't you working? Yeah. And I actually weirdly t- I forget where I heard this, but every single morning I would look in the mirror and like before when I would wake up and I never noticed I did this until I actually heard another girl talking about it on her Instagram story. It's like I would look at how bloated I was in the morning Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. that set the tone for my day. What a psycho thing to do. And like how twisted is that? And so I started looking in the mirror in the morning and and literally saying out loud, I love you stomach. Thank you stomach for everything you do for me. And, like, tried to flip that yep. voice because instead of hating it, I tried to show gratitude. I mean, now it works fine. Right. But, like, it is hard. And especially so hard. in this world where, like, I actually was texting Joe about this this morning. I did a photo shoot for a brand a few days ago. And, you know, when, like, you're taking the pictures, you're like, damn, I look good. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, these are my angles. Yep. I feel fierce and then we got the photos back and I was like oh my that is what I look like that that's actually what people see right oh my god right and it's so interesting because just your mindset can change so much because then all day today I was a little like down this morning but and then I texted him and he was like shut the hell up no one has time for this but like <laughs> don't you we don't them? I know <laughs> guys are just like oh I yeah, wish I had the they, brain of a guy I know I know it's really wild like who has time to think their arms look big I not know. me I mean actually they would love their arms <laughs> to look big but you know I know it's just they're wired differently so we have to have different have to mantras to ourselves <laughs> I love your body. I love my body. I love my body. And like I it really feels good. You bounce around. Do whatever you got to do. You need and to start storing about I this. do. I was like really in the zone this morning. And I told my husband that I came up with this new mantra for myself. And it goes with a little dance. Yeah. And I was about to show him and my husband, his, him and my dad. And... I literally, I was so embarrassed of the whole thing, but I had to leave the room. I was like, I can't do it now. And I'm like, no, I have to do it because I know that this is going to stick. I just feel yes. myself doing it. And so the whole morning I was just bopping around the house. And I, and it will stick. That's the thing. Yeah. And it'll help. Yeah. And it was just so funny. I love that so much. Okay. So that's a great thing about yourself. And I'm really happy that the podcast was today yeah. so that you had know, that about yourself. See? In flow. Yes. <laughs> All right. So let's do a little dive into Abby's food court okay. and everything. So you have a very interesting story mm-hmm. in the sense that you've taken many different life turns yes and you're always looking to learn more yes you just love learning I love that's, school. that's what I think about when I think of you <laughs> I do like you do I'm the best like student. your passion project is going to <laughs> learn and yes educate yourself on yoga right now yes so you I want well why don't you tell us about, okay. about I guess your journey to how you got here today okay. through your career great so I guess I can start in college, yeah. uh, I was, you know, a typical 
college did you student. Go to school? I went to the University of Pennsylvania. Okay. I've always always been a super hard worker. Yeah. And I'd be like, no big deal. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> uh, but I work really, really hard. Yeah. And I really do love school. I thrive in an academic setting. And I decided to go to law school. We're not really sure like what sparked this decision but Were I you like law undergrad I took a few psychology in the law classes so okay. I was a psych major undergrad loved psychology loved yeah, that I science was a psych minor I love it oh it's like it's still my favorite uh and I decided to go to law school you know it was 2010 no one was really getting mm-hmm. jobs it was like you should go to school yeah. so or continue going to school I went to law school I got through it it was extremely stressful and, and challenging school? I went to Brooklyn Law School okay. and I never really found that like passion mm-hmm. within the law and I really su- suffered through law school <laughs> it was really it was really hard and then like, studying for the bar exam was just next level yeah. stress uh and I just thought okay when I work when I have a job as an attorney mm-hmm. I'm really going to step into my stride and the first few months at my first job I was just not feeling myself yeah I was working harder than I ever worked the stress was just like a different type of stress when like when when you're working and when you're not in school Mm -hmm. and you know March came around and I'm used to my spring break and that didn't happen you know the hardest part about in the real world my winter break was the first like what the hell is this I know and then it was summer and I was like what yeah and I realized I needed to make some lifestyle changes to make this sustainable I was always such a hard worker but then I would crash Mm -hmm. and I had built-in vacations to crash Mm -hmm. uh but I didn't want to go like my whole life crashing yeah and I, also wasting the days that you're working uh, so hard for just to crash yeah it right I mean you're not I'm not like you're totally yeah. not alone in this but it, it's such a backwards way this world works yeah and I just I I knew something needed to change mm-hmm. so I had started to make some lifestyle changes my second year of law school and was eating healthier and like wasn't drinking Diet Coke and eating Easy Mac all day long, which helps. Step oh one. Oh, my God. Um, to see you drinking a Diet Coke oh would my bring God. me a lot of joy. I just <laughs> – I anyone in law school, first year of law school, that's literally – I just always had Diet Coke on me. It's wild to think of that. Uh, I don't – I can't even remember now the last time I had it. Probably like my last year of law school. My first – last day of law school. Um so I started to make lifestyle changes. Okay. I started to look at my schedule and be like, okay, what do I have to do to make myself feel better so that mm-hmm. I can succeed at my job? Yeah. And I started to do little things. Like every 30 minutes I got up and paced around the office. And I started to meal prep. I started to have a structure to when I was eating throughout the day because I had a desk job and I could very easily go the entire day without moving. Which is crazy, but it's so totally crazy. happens. I needed and and when you're like sitting at your desk working, it's so easy to just eat all day. So easy if you just like have snacks. Beyond easy. So I'm like, okay, well, I can't do that. I can't be seated all day, and I can't eat all day. So I have to work with this. And I came up with a schedule, and I was really regimented, and that worked for me. Uh, and then a lot of my colleagues started to come to me for health advice, and that's when I knew like. Oh, maybe I know something. Maybe I know something. So they would knock on my door and I'm like, please don't ask me about the law. <laughs> and they would ask me, you know, what did I make this weekend? Or what, 
recipes are my favorite and I really started to think oh I really really like this and it's so interesting because I had the very I was very similar in my corporate job where I like when we talk about muni bonds okay like yeah this is interesting but then the second someone would turn to me and ask him where should I take my wife out to dinner I would it was like a whole new light came over me okay what are you looking for what area what type of vibe what type of food and I was so enthralled and excited by it. Totally. And it was very soon after getting asked that question a thousand times, I realized I care so much more yeah. about that than if someone would ask me what one of my clients is doing. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and talk about flow, right? Like yes. you're like in flow and feeling great about mm-hmm. answering these questions. Yeah. And I mean, my shining moment was I remember the first day I started at my job. One of the other attorneys said that she does, she's not active and she hates walking. I, I don't know why this came up in conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why I remember it. But I was like, oh, that's an interesting tidbit. Yeah. And by the time I left, she had a Fitbit and she was counting her steps. Hell yeah. And it wasn't like it, – it was just a natural mm-hmm. thing. Like everyone saw me kind of pacing the office yeah. and was like, what's this crazy and new I had girl doing? Meal prepping. Yeah. Like – 40-year-old woman. And I was like, I love this, that you're yeah. bringing in your breakfast and your lunches. Yeah, and people are showing so me what they're eating. Yes, and 100%. it was really exciting. Mm-hmm. And I remember another attorney said something to me like, well, it's easy for you to be healthy. And – or something something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's not easy. You know, I work at this. Mm-hmm. I cook on Sundays. I meal prep. I made myself it's a work. schedule. It, it required – action on my part it's yeah. not just I'm I don't naturally look like this I work out every morning like and I think that there's this pressure too that everything has to be easy mm-hmm. and some things are really challenging and it's yeah. really hard to have an active lifestyle when you have a desk job it's really hard and I think people I struggle because people get down on themselves mm-hmm. at, but they also then act as if like bringing lunch to work is this grand act that is like you're moving mountains sure you have to take time on a Sunday Mm -hmm. but it's it doesn't have to be this very intimidating thing that everything has to be perfect right like make some rice open a can of beans and like make some ground beef and you've got yourself a little thing yeah throw some lettuce in there and you're fine it doesn't have to be and it's all about going back to psychology love it it's all about behavior change and whatever you're used to doing so things for us are like oh that's such a no-brainer but that first step it's hard in the beginning so hard to to get over that hump and you also have to kind of realize where your priorities are mm-hmm. and it, it sometimes we need extra support which I love doing as a dietitian yeah uh but so much so much of it is just like are you really motivated to do this do you really exactly do you want this because I just didn't want to feel the way that I was feeling I struggle with the people that complain 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 and then don't do shit like yeah. don't complain about how gross you feel all day long and how your weekend killed you and you're spending all this money on going out to eat get grab your lunch then take an hour of your Sunday and like better prepare yourself and people love to complain love yeah love excuses I complain a lot sometimes I get (laughs) we all do we all do uh but there's a breaking point in all of us there's Mm -hmm. a point a tipping point is probably a more accurate term uh and 
where that motivation comes from is fascinating to me. Yes, I agree. So when I I decided to go back to school to become a dietitian, okay. so yeah. you left the attorney. I job? left practicing okay. law, and after how many years? A year and a half. Okay, uh, I'm just at, giving people a time. Yeah, <laughs> and you know I kind of felt like I I had a window of opportunity where I could go back to school. My mm-hmm. husband and I didn't have a mortgage. We didn't have children. It mm-hmm. was like I could go back right now, bang this out. Or then I kind of felt like I was going to wait until I was 50 to do a career yeah. change. Uh, and I just took the leap. And I'm incredibly fortunate. We talk about mm-hmm. this all the time. Uh, how fortunate we are to have supportive yep. husbands and families. Because, you know, I wouldn't have been able to do any of this if I didn't have their right. support. Agreed. And, and credentials are just super important to me. So I knew that I wanted to become a dietitian. And I'm in school and I'm learning all about proper nutrition. Mm-hmm. And so much of it we all know, right? Like, we know to eat our vegetables. Mm -hmm. Like, we know not to have French fries all day long. Yeah. And it's really hard. It's really hard in our environment, in our society, to make these healthy choices. And even for myself, like, I was learning all this stuff, but I would still grab a bagel in the morning Mm -hmm. and do things that just didn't make me feel great and weren't, quote, unquote, healthy. Yeah. Uh, Nothing wrong with a bagel, but you know what I'm saying. And then I happened upon low-waste living, and that's where everything just kind of fell into place for me. From And I have so many questions, yeah. <laughs> because how did you just happen upon low-waste living? You, this is wild. It's like almost, it sounds like I made up this story, but it I didn't. Uh, I happened on, you know when you scroll through Facebook and a YouTube yeah, video yeah. comes up? Well, Lauren Singer, who's... Is that uh, the girl that fit everything <clears throat> in the mason jar? Yeah, so okay. she's one of the pioneers of zero waste living and incredibly inspirational. She had a TED Talk, and I was scrolling through Instagram. It happened to pop up, but for okay. whatever reason, it wouldn't play on my computer. So I didn't think anything of it. I left. This was at night. And then following morning, I woke up and something was playing on my computer. I was like, this is weird. What who's, the hell? Who's in, who's in the office? And I went in and it was, it was Lauren Singer giving her a TED Talk. I was like, oh, that's really interesting. So I was able to watch it. This is wild. I know. It's like literally the universe yes. was saying, you need to listen to this. And my family was always environmentally friendly. We always had a compost. We recycled like crazy. Mm-hmm. My dad ditched his car for a bicycle to reduce his carbon okay, footprint. So you like come from a family right. who we like were acknowledges always, this right. we and were, focuses. I, and I started a Go Green Award in my sorority at Penn, and okay. I was always environmentally conscious. And this just blew my mind. I was like, "Oh my God, there's so much more that I can be doing." Because like at this point, you were still obviously drinking Diet Coke, and well, I I wasn't my Diet no, Coke habit. No, but you know what done, I mean. But I was, you were right. I wasn't using conscious. things that you would never yes. do now. I was conscious. I wasn't conscious of the problem with recycling. Okay. So to me, once something left my hands and was in the recycling bin, I had done my part, mm-hmm. and I was you know a green goddess. Yeah. Uh, and I had so you were no, living like me. <laughs> I like, ignorance is bliss, right? Yeah. Uh, and. It just like it boggled my mind that there was so much more that I could do as an individual to mm-hmm. reduce my waste. Okay. I never really thought about garbage or like where it went. Yes, I and I want to dock the the. I have a question just yeah. in yeah. terms of the recycling problem, okay. but like let's get back okay, to okay. that. I just don't want to forget. Okay, have you touch on that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and what I realized in starting to think about the waste that I was producing, mm-hmm. I was naturally making the healthiest food choices without focusing on the food. And this is yeah. the crux of Abby's Food Court and my whole food and living philosophy. 
when we're focusing on the food, it's really overwhelming and Mm -hmm. the environment isn't set up for us to make the best choices. So we make 200 decisions about food a day and it's just, you know, the ads that we're seeing, the smells that we're smelling, what the Mm -hmm. co-work, what our coworkers are eating, you know, all of these cues, these environmental cues to eat or not eat or choose this or choose that we can't really control. Uh, and it can be really exhausting to always have so to exhausting. choose the healthiest option or not feel guilty about whatever it is you're eating. And when you start to be blinded by the packaging, which is what happened to me, you know, you go into a supermarket and I'm like, well, I don't, this isn't recyclable. So I'm not, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what's inside. It doesn't matter how beautifully branded it is. It's not environmentally friendly. I don't want to support this company. Yeah. Let me go get my unpackaged kale. And it's like, it. I don't think of it like, I have, I have to, to eat, eat the kale. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, well, that's not wrapped in plastic. So I guess that's what I'm eating. And then it's healthier. Very the interesting. Foods. And very true. Yeah. And you're also, well, I'll ask that later, but on a financial <laughs> basis, you're probably saving money if you're buying in bulk or that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a wonderful byproduct mm-hmm. of it, too. So once your eyes were open to this, mm-hmm. did you go like gung-ho, headstrong, um, cutting out everything? So, I kind of yeah. started quietly. Okay. I saw the TED Talk and I was like, this is really interesting. So I started to bring my own silverware with me. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I was like, ooh, I'm a little more conscious of this. Mm-hmm. And I, this was like April 2016. Okay. So I think actually this is where I am in my life right now. Okay. Okay. I've gotten to this stage of Abby. So I started to make changes. I wasn't loud about it. Okay. And then the 2016 election happened. Yeah. And like many of us. Rocked our world. It rocked our world. And I kind of, overnight, I was kind of like, I got to get loud about this because we feel, there's a sense of what can I do? Mm Mm-hmm. And a sense of nothing I do matters. Yep. And that's dangerous. That's a really dangerous mentality for ourselves personally mm-hmm. and like mental health wise and also like for the world. We need to be active. And I was like, my decisions every single day matter. Mm-hmm. Where I'm putting my dollar matters. Where I'm spending it, who I'm supporting, who I'm calling out on Instagram, like all of this matters. Mm-hmm. And I want to be unapologetic about my low-waste life. And that's kind of when I embraced it to another level and was, like, even more committed to it. I love the unapologetic. Yeah. Because I'm all about that life. Yeah. No matter what it is that you feel like sharing. And I feel – and I'm, I'm very curious for you to talk about currently how you would descri- – not describe your life, but mm-hmm. what are your absolute no's? What mm-hmm. are things that you – dabble with because I have mm-hmm. so many questions okay but you know what so you would never and not never yeah. but okay so <laughs> majority of the time you're never you're not buying okay. things wrapped in plastic correct okay my number one goal is yes. to try as hard as I can to find an unpackaged alternative for what I use okay. regularly so every week we buy nuts and seeds and mm-hmm. whole grains. 
So instead of getting them packaged, I get them in the bulk section. And where do you go for all of this? So Whole Foods has a great bulk section. Mm -hmm. My local health food store, Rising Tide in Long Island, uh, has a great bulk section. Because I do think that's not the easiest. Like I'm heartbroken. Yes. That my favorite place in the world closed. I know. It's really hurt me a lot. I know. Um, And I totally recognize that people don't always have access mm -hmm. to things in bulk. Yeah. Uh, But if you've never, like, looked up online to see if there is somewhere around you or, you know, my goal is always to investigate as much as I can and choose the best option that's available Fair. to me and not like beat myself up because something isn't plastic. Right. Because I feel, and I think a lot of others feel once you kind of open this can of worms, mm-hmm. you realize how naive you might be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You realize how much waste you actually are producing. Mm-hmm. And then it's just from there immediately overwhelmed. Totally. And it's, I think interesting, especially I would love to hear your input on what the best first step Mm. is because I feel so sure I go for, you know, the vegetables that aren't wrapped majority of the time. Right. And I try to buy in bulk. But let's be honest, I still produce a ton of freaking waste. Yeah. And I haven't bought a water bottle in maybe a year, Mm -hmm. which I'm proud of. That's amazing. But that doesn't mean that I'm like – I'm throwing away wrappers still. I find myself like my trash can is full all the time. So what is in your trash can? I mean, we can go grab it. Okay. Well, no, I have another question also, but, um, (laughs) my my question, no, my brain is going to all these questions (laughs) of, I'm like, but what do you use for this? No, what's in my trash can? Okay. So not going to lie. I still have an affection for Trader Joe's, which Uh I know you won't set foot in. And I understand. Yeah. And I'm so with you. Like I hate myself every time I go in because I realize how much plastic. Yeah. But then there are times where it is just so freaking cheap. And if I'm cooking for a big group, I know. And I know it's a financial thing for me, which I need to like chill and realize that the environment should come first. Um, what else is in my trash can? A ton of tea wrappers. And it's not... It, and tea, <laughs> tea bags. Wrappers. Like, you know, a, what a tea bag comes in. Like an individual wrapper. Is it plastic? No. It's paper. Yeah. So but, you can recycle paper. Okay. Okay. So pl- what plastic is in my trash can? Honestly, not a lot then. But let's talk about recycling. Mm. Because you kind of made me feel but, like nothing is real. Right. I don't... the. <laughs> The goal is to not have to recycle anything. Okay. This is a very hot topic. Yeah. Like um, how did that girl live in New York and only fill a mason jar of her waste? It, she had a, a radical lifestyle, if you will. Um, but if you're not, that's why, you know, the goal is to not produce trash or anything that has to go to yeah. the recycling plant okay. um and just to Goal give one. some people context uh some laws have changed things aren't getting recycled like they used to china now isn't accepting our recycling mm-hmm. from certain states and it takes a lot of energy to recycle things yeah uh, and all of those resources are going into a water bottle for example that you know you're downing in 10 mm-hmm. minutes that's the the single use plastic 
if I had to name yes. like an enemy number one is the problem where you're using something for like 10 minutes and then you're quote unquote recycling yeah. it. Who knows if it's getting recycled? If it does get recycled, it requires a lot of energy to recycle it. So is that what you would say the number one thing people right. should make an effort? Right. So, but I always, let's tackle the low hanging fruit first because yes. overhauling your entire life overnight is not going to happen. It's not sustainable mm-hmm. and it causes overwhelm and then you backfire and then yeah. you're like sitting with all your trash. Uh, crying into cry. your trash bag. <laughs> we don't want that. Uh, the low hanging fruit that I find for most people is bamboo silverware so you never need I have plastic one. silverware just always have it in your purse uh my catchphrase is treat your water bottle like your cell phone treat your bamboo silverware like your cell phone mm-hmm. you never leave your house without your cell phone I actually never I always have my water bottle on me okay. and I do have my bamboo silverware 99% of the time that's great so those those things are super easy swaps I think that mm-hmm. don't overhaul your life you know it's just yeah a low-hanging fruit really okay. so number one people number one um and then do an inventory of what you're throwing out the most like if it's wrappers from a bar that you're eating every single day yeah that's not recyclable those wrappers are not recyclable and maybe you need to like Make your, own. make your own bar or like figure out another snack I like to tell people to snack naked that's I know I love my that. favorite uh thing I've ever come up with but you know just have a handful of nuts or yeah. a banana it doesn't have to be this perfectly branded thing that's telling you it's really healthy and honestly it's not nearly as healthy as a handful of nuts or a banana right any bar that I would recommend to my clients that has, you know, ingredients that I like. Mm-hmm. It's all nuts and dates and seeds. Yeah, and things so you can just make on your own. You can either make on your own or just have some nuts. Yeah. Like, <laughs> have an almond. Like, have, not an almond. Have but like one almond. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, no, but have a, you know, a handful of yeah. nuts and a, a date. Okay. And then what do you find now that you've, like, gone headfirst mm-hmm. into all of this? What do you struggle with the most? Supplements. Oh, interesting. Supplements come in plastic for the most part. And I can't really get around that. Because you can't buy them in bulk anymore. Right. You can't buy them in bulk. Some come in glass, which is great. But yeah. many of them don't because it's really expensive to ship glass. Yeah. And I get that. Uh, yeah, supplements. I think about you every time I have a product that arrives mm. and I'm always thinking, okay, for instance, sh- what about shampoo, conditioner, body wash? Mm. Do you use seed? I, I do love seed, uh, yeah. but plain products is actually my favorite. Okay. All of their shampoos, conditioners, body lotions, body washes, uh, face wash and face mm-hmm. lotions all come in an aluminum container. When you're done, you send it back to them. Interesting. And their products are amazing. It's a pretty seamless process to send back the old bottles, and and it really works. Okay. I honestly – and, like, I think about this nonstop when I have Mm -hmm. a new product. Mm -hmm. I always am like, what would Abby do? Well, and that's – that brings up a great point. You know, I don't want you to waste what you have. So let's say you have shampoo, right? It's not like, oh, my God, throw it away. But when you finish it, then think of, okay, what's – 
my next swap and alternative. And then it's much more manageable because yes. you're not doing everything all at once. It's just like, okay, what would Abby do for this? Exactly. And then you text me. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> and I'm also a big person of if I, ha- if I happen to buy like that, you know, organic girl or whatever, mm-hmm. plastic boxed mm-hmm. lettuce, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But after I use it, then I will refill it with something. Mm-hmm. And whether it's leftovers that I'm giving to a homeless person or I'm like if I'm traveling somewhere on right. a flight and I don't really want to carry my glass or whatever Tupperware with me for the majority of the trip, yep. I'll bring, I'll reuse that. That's great. So I know it's, it's, it is one use, but I'm kind of getting a second use. Okay, that's good. That's great. Um, but I could chill with that. Okay, so... I also want to take this opportunity to ask if there are any exciting projects that you are working on that you want everyone to know about. Well, I've been writing my newsletters. I love. And I'm obsessed with writing my newsletters. I pour my heart and soul into them every week. And I really want to make, like you want to make healthy living approachable. Mm -hmm. I want to make a healthy low-waste life approachable doable which is what you do and that's why I wanted this topic to be focused on that because I feel as if it's a very intimidating it's so intimidating life and you have to make some hard choices sometimes Mm -hmm. but we have to do that you have to that's life it's I I I know that being green and like eco-friendly is kind of mm-hmm. trending right now and I was I was worked up about something uh I forget what and I was just like this is not a trend this is a crisis you know yeah, our, it this is. is really a crisis and if you if you're going to complain about uh different governmental agencies not doing their job or mm-hmm. that there are different pesticides in our food and you're worried about you know the toxicity of plastic and then you're buying that healthy quote-unquote healthy food that's wrapped in plastic you have to take ownership of that and responsibility and that's okay you are entitled to make your choice Mm -hmm. but we have to think about the implications of our actions and our choices Mm -hmm. and it can be really overwhelming but it can also be incredibly empowering and liberating and that's what I love to focus on like it feels great to every single day feel like every one of my purchases matter like that's That's a really cool way to go through life it's empowering you know you said you don't feel good when you go to Trader Joe's that I don't want you to not feel good you know I just mentally was making the decision in my mind while you were talking I was thinking about the things I buy there and I'm gonna stop and I can still go every once in a while because they Absolutely. do have some pro- – like I can get the potatoes not wrapped. I can get the peppers. Right. I can get cer- avocados, mm-hmm. great price, bananas. Yeah. I can get all that stuff naked. Exactly. But I don't need to be getting the wrapped lettuces, honestly, because their lettuce isn't even that good. And also the spices I can get in bulk at Chelsea Mark. I can do all those things, but I can get – can I? okay, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. They have avocado oil that's in a bottle, okay. glass bottle. That's great. I can still get yeah, that. Yeah, so I get avocado oil in glass yeah, bottles. Because they have a really good price on the Chosen Foods one. And you always have to think about even like sometimes I'm like, oh my God, if I have to drive into the city to get something and something's here and mm-hmm. it's not in the packaging that I want. Like you have to kind of weigh things. Exactly. You can't be your whole life, life. can't yeah. be consumed with this. But we also need to make 
the best choices as often as possible. Mm -hmm. And there's no such thing as being perfect, right? Right. Nobody is zero waste. Making an effort instead of ignoring it. Right. I think that's the focus that we should really tell people is that no one's going to be perfect. Well, that one person is very close to it. But if you were making an effort instead of just ignoring the topic, then you are beginning your journey. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's one step at a time. Mm -hmm. And when you see someone doing it and it looks fun and it is not so imposing, like I still enjoy my life. I'm not sitting at home or I haven't run away to the forest to Mm -hmm. live. Not yet. Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be there when you go. Uh, But it's like, oh, I can I can do that. It's yeah. It's totally doable, and there are some sacrifices, but it feels so good. And especially to be making the healthiest food choices without being so mm-hmm. fixated on what I quote-unquote can, can eat or can't yeah. eat. It's just like it, it kind of makes it freeing. And what would you say – I totally agree with what you just said, mm-hmm. but what would you say the biggest sacrifice you feel you're giving up is? I mean, I don't really feel this way, but, like, delivery. Yeah. I can never order food delivery. That's true. So I haven't – I It's another I thing I struggle with, grocery yeah. delivery. Why the hell are you giving me so many freaking plastic I wrappers know. for everything? I know. But, to, yeah, delivery is tough. Yeah. There's no real answer to that. What about well, – would you do pickup and just yeah, bring so your I, own Yeah, so I would containers? bring my own container. I love you. Yeah. I, I always have containers on me. If I don't, I start to panic. Yeah. And I would say also to anyone listening is if you – I've actually done this with your encouragement. You didn't know you encouraged it, but it was because of you. If you are purchasing from a place or a specific product and you really just feel they're using too mm. much plastic, speak your opinion. Totally. I was working with a – not CSA, but vegetable and fruit delivery system that was just about to launch in Manhattan. And they sent me their box and I got it. And I said, I love your concept. I love your idea. However, there's just way too much plastic in here. It's so unnecessary and I can't get behind it. And they changed. Well, some things are still wrapped, but they're in compostable bags, which is better than nothing. But it was in like... If you compost. If you compost. But it was in straight up like plastic casing like you know the apple like yeah. old school plastic yeah. cases yeah. and also you know another especially if you're a quote-unquote influencer who works with brands and they send you product and mm. they ask for your feedback speak up totally I just got one with soups and smoothies and I was like I love this concept the food was great but I can't get behind it because it's right. all this plastic what am I supposed to do with it yep and I, anyone who reaches out to me I'm just like oh what's the packaging exactly. like and it it's a deal breaker yeah. and it's also freeing like we don't need a you don't zillion need all of this stuff products and we don't need a zillion things i get overwhelmed by every package i get it's my favorite psychology concept or book really is called the paradox of choice you told me about this i i'm not surprised i talk yeah. about it every day and it's just how overwhelming it is to have too many choices and it's debilitating i feel that way with my closet yeah and if you just have like five things in your closet, it's so much easier to pick out what what you're gonna wear in the morning. I know. I'm all about a uniform. Yeah, finding your uniform. Fi- love it. I mine's like elevated tomboy. Yeah, 
jeans and a t-shirt. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Mine's jeans and a button down. I know, I love and your button scarves. Down. And your scarves. I was yeah. going to say, you look so elegant. Yeah, I'm obsessed with scarves. Uh, but, yeah, when we have too many choices, it's it's. I agree, it's stressful. super overwhelming. So for me, my low waist lifestyle just like trims the, the fat, choice. if you will. It like trims all Which the It's a very interesting aspect. Yeah. It's I like looking at it that way. So to close, yeah. my third and final question is if you had to list up to three foods that are the way to your heart, what would they be? And it could be as specific as this exact sandwich from this exact deli mm-hmm. or general ice cream. You know, it's really up to you. I love the way people take this question because some people get so detailed. Okay, well, and I have to say dried pineapple right now. You're really into bulk. it. Oh my God, I can't. It's so good. Yeah, it is really it's good. It's like simple and really delicious. So that would be one way to my heart. Okay. Uh, I got to go with a salad from Ankoli. I, I still am, haven't had this. Oh. They're so good. The quinoa salad's my favorite. Okay. And and for anyone who doesn't know what Ankoli oh. is, it's in the West Village, and all of their products are sold in glass, glass jars. jars. So she's not getting any old salad. It is in a glass jar. It's the most sustainable green cafe in the city. Uh, a fourth. A third. Third, sorry. <laughs> I think it's going to have to be a sandwich from Paralandra. What's that? Which is a health food store in Brooklyn Heights. Okay. And they have the most unbelievable vegan sandwiches. Like what is on these so vegan sandwiches? The My favorite is the sweet potato with a chimichurri. Yum. And it's so good. I need to check this place out. Yeah. It's How often are you over there? Well, we I used to live there. Oh, I forgot you lived in Brooklyn. And then okay. uh, my husband works right around there, so sometimes he'll pick us up some sandwiches for dinner. Okay. I need to venture over to Brooklyn. Oh, my God. it's They have a, also have an amazing bulk section. Oh, really? The most beautiful bulk section. Okay. Well, maybe I will. Yeah. We should Brooklyn's go on a field trip. Yes. A field trip to BK. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much Thanks for joining. Thanks for having me. This was so much fun. And if anyone has any questions, you can reach her on her Instagram at Abby's Food Court. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of Freckled Foodie and Friends. I thoroughly hope you enjoyed it. If you could be so kind, I would greatly appreciate a rate and or review on whatever platform you use to listen to your podcast. Currently, this one's available on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Please subscribe to make sure you're up to date with new episodes coming at you every Friday morning. If once a week isn't enough of me, please follow along on my most active social channel, Instagram. Find me, my unedited videos, recipes, random rants, and info for all my other social channels on there, at Freckled Foodie.